Sunday. Time's up. Oh boy, here we go. Why are you laughing? You know any tokens for the machine down the street? Welcome to the Why Are You Laughing podcast. Boom, welcome back, everybody. Uh, that song opening was a song by uh, one of my favorite bands known as Bayside, which is song is entitled Good Advice, which is very pertinent for our topic today, giving advice. I looked up recently, uh, just a few minutes ago, how to give advice in 2024, which, you know, the internet being so stupid sometimes doesn't really have any good tips. <clears throat> but the one thing it does say is, as we step into the new year, let's explore seven tips to set ourselves up for success in 2024. Number one, be optimistic and challenge yourself. Number two, prioritize and break down goals. Number three, identify areas for improvement. Number four, establish routines and monitor your progress. Number five, be accountable but patient with yourself. Number six, gather support <clears throat> and celebrate milestones. Now, out of those six that I just read, which there are many, many more, obviously, but number five is what is really sticks out to me. Being accountable and being patient with yourself. Not always easy to do. Especially if you think you're right. You know, you believe it in your heart. It's like the the number one thing that you focus on. You're always like, no, this is what separates right from wrong. And, you know, a lot of times we do think that we're right. <clears throat> it's kind of like comedians, how they go out and they say... Oh, I'm funny. I know, you know, I, I know this or I know that and I have this type of knowledge or that type of knowledge. You know, it's it's one thing to say it. And for me, maybe I'm not somebody to be the spokesperson on this about giving advice, but I have been through quite a bit. And I don't outwardly try to give advice. If somebody asks me a question, maybe I can relay a story to help them out. And that makes me feel good. I've always tried to do that. <clears throat> Try to be like the backbone if someone's going through something. And you know who you are if you fall into that category and you know me personally. Is that that's what I enjoy doing. And these days, ladies and gentlemen, I wake up feeling pretty good. Not the best. I'll have my off days. But lately, you know, you've been hearing me come on and give these half-hour podcasts about... You know, a couple of different topics, half hour pod, and it's good. And the reason behind that is Abram Jones. I never would have done it. I never would have felt that I had the confidence in it if it wasn't for him laying down some good advice. And that's what makes a good friendship. And it's one thing to hear advice from somebody that maybe you're not familiar with as much, like you may respect that person, but 
to know them is to know them, and to not know them is a whole different story. <sighs> Let's take a claw break for a second here. Mm. Nothing better. By the way, side point, I found the number one variety packs. It took me forever. I had to go on a treasure hunt to find it. They they put this stupid pineapple flavor in. They took a few flavors out of the number one variety pack, which to me is preposterous. If it's number one, don't mess with it. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. So, when Abram said that to me, I thought it was foolish because, you know, I really like to fill the space with a guest and, again, shine light on how they make uh, maybe my world a better place. But I thought, why not give it a shot? You know, you may not believe something at first. It, you may not think it's a good piece of advice until you actually give it a try. Which for me is kind of difficult because I'm a creature of habit. And, you know, change used to be very, very difficult for me. But I think as you grow, you know... You want to experience new things. You know, you want to be more outgoing. You want to have time to uh, get to know yourself a little bit better. And that advice can prove to be healthy. It can improve your life. And lately, I've been taking advice on how to lose weight and how to get a little bit healthier. Obviously, drinking White Claws all the time is not healthy. But I will say that eating, my eating has changed quite a bit. I'm down to one meal a day, mostly. And I saw a study on this. It was about how you have new cells that regenerate, you know, when you're constantly allowing them to. You're allowing your body to basically do a reset, create new cells all the time, better cells, more healthier cells. And that's exactly what advice does for other people. It allows them to maybe learn something and develop something that maybe they didn't know they could. So, <clears throat> I mean, I think the, the difference is, is that we're a lot dumber as a species, you know, when it comes to and I don't mean dumb as in IQ points. I mean dumb as in we're, we're not really attentive to the fact that drugs and booze and uh, lack of um, positivity in our lives is dulling our senses to where we do not feel confident enough. So I think in 2024, it's a little bit harder. It's a little bit harder to make peace with the fact that, you know, like it or not, we're going to be different from each generation before ours. We're not going to be as tough. They're not going to be as understanding. And so on and so on. And that really stings. But I think it's important for us to choose the moments with those people who are, they have the years on us, but it's important to get the basics of how they might have functioned in situations and apply that advice to our life. You know, 
one of the most preposterous things I ever heard last night was, you know, I was at the watering hole and, you know, a friend of uh, one of the regulars mothers just passed away, uh, which is very, very sad. It stinks. And, and he was asking me about my relationship with my parents and I was flat out honest with them. And I'm not going to say who, but I told the story to somebody else and they were telling me that, no, it's not, it's not, you should have, you should have just lied. You should have just covered it up. It's like, you know what? I'm not doing that. I can't do that. My DNA is based off telling the truth. You ask me a question, you're going to get the answer. And I think from the last few podcasts, you guys know that. I'm not one to beat around the bush. I may not be so articulate and kind when it comes to answering those types of questions, but at least you know that you're getting 100% of what I have to say. And I take advice from those who do not fabricate themselves or their stories, and I take it to heart because I can trust them. And I can trust myself to really maybe meditate on that advice and see how I can apply it. And trust me what I'm telling you, I've had death arguments with people. Just like we beat it until you can't, you know, really understand what you're even talking about anymore because there's so much emotion involved and, you know, especially when you admire that person and you care about them. It's... And then statistically, things that are proven right or wrong, there's so many different avenues of a conversation to where, you know, you could be proven wrong a thousand times, but you won't know it until you mull it over for a few days. And that's important. So, you know, for me, I really enjoy these days (coughs) trying to figure out what my next steps are, you know, and I'm not going to lie to you, I will have my bad days, like today was kind of a bad day, Um, not a bad day on anybody else's account, but my own, just thinking too much, that's the other thing, we're thinking too much, you have to enjoy life, you have to enjoy the things that, you know, you don't want to miss out on, getting on a plane and flying to Florida after such a big breakup in the band, you know, it's like my Mexico. Florida, it's like that. If you watch Westerns at all, a lot of times, like in Young Guns, Billy the Kid and the Regulators, they tried to go for the border. You know, in the second movie, they, they run to Mexico for their freedom. It's like I did that with Florida is because, you know, I took some advice about clearing my head and getting things out in the open. And then, you know, I'd go on stage with Ross and his band or, you know, uh, Exit 39 and uh, all those guys and the subpars and uh, the trash pandas. You know, it was good times. It's like I needed that ingredient to to keep going. You know, and yeah, the breakup was tough. And I still do think about it. I think about what could have been, but, you know, it's like we talked about last time. There's all different kinds of breakups, and there's no point in rehashing things that don't need to be rehashed. Moving on. Maybe that's our next topic for next week.
I got to write that down. <laughs> but I I would say like 90% of friendships is sitting down and talking and connecting on things that you know, maybe you didn't necessarily want to hear. You know, I I don't know how I got to be so fortunate to have the people in my life that I do have that are able to call me on stuff that I need to hear. You know, like, hey, listen, you really can't say that in front of this person or you shouldn't say that or, hey, listen, you got to be conscious of this. And that's all part of consciousness is receiving that energy from a person's advice. And they, you may, they may be coming at you with something where you're like, dude, you're an idiot. But at the same time, they do care about you. Which is something I need to work on. I have a hard time, especially since I've been on my own for so long, accepting advice from the people who may not have lived a similar situation as me. Because I've seen a lot. And I've been through a lot. From ages 19 to now, you know, I've become my own, a second version of my own self. You know, I had the first version of me that was getting advice or, you know, being trained by my mom on how to take on this little thing we call life on my own. And yet, it's like in the Tom DeLonge documentary, he goes... We think that we're parent that our parents are better than us, or that they know more than they do. But then we come to discover that they're really just as human as we are, and that's important to remember. Is they're basically shooting from the hip with instinct, just like us, and we may not necessarily have the same ideas and the same tools in our shed to use towards that point so getting information from outside sources that you come to respect is a very important step in life you know I and I've had to do it with people who are older than I am you know I've had to sit people down and say hey listen you cannot continue on this path because this is what's going to happen to you And again, you're not going to like hearing it because that little muscle in your chest, that's a powerful thing. That drives everything. That pushes emotions out. That pushes, you know, it pushes boundaries, breaks down barriers, but it's not necessarily going to be correct. And that's, I remember being in school, hating to learn. And I was like, this is never going to apply to me. I'm never going to use this once, which, you know, a lot of that's true, unfortunately. School system, we can't even get into that topic. We'll be here forever. But school systems have failed. When it comes to the stuff that actually matters in your life, it's, it's a failure. 
you know, it's like the basics, yes, you need, like physical physical education and, um, you know, things to keep active. Uh, I loved taking things like woodshop. That stuff was a lot of fun. And, you know, just extracurricular activities that really you may not think are going to apply, but they do. You know, it's like the regular stuff that was provided. I will say this. When I joined the CCC, which was the Cheshire Career Center, it was the best thing I ever did. Shout out to Sue Silk, who got me into that program. I felt like a rock star. I mean, I was walking in and out of schools because it's like I had this thing called a co-op. I could leave and go to work, and I got credit for it. It's like all these little things that trained me to work hard. It's because of that advice that I took that course. And a lot of people did. And a lot of people are successful now because of it. So don't be afraid when you're young, if you're in school, to find those outside avenues that can help you. You know, I don't know about homeschool. I mean, I know that, you know, a a lot of my friends did do homeschooling. And it's, it can be a good avenue for life to get out early and to, you know, make your own journeys and stuff like that. But it also has a, a trepidation about dealing with the public. And dealing with the public who may become your friends at some point, like who may be able to better your life and give you advice. I don't know how this is tying all together or if anyone's communicating this, but what I'm saying is, if I'm saying anything, is to open yourself up. Open yourself up for what could be a good piece of advice that you could take. I think a lot of poets are, you know, everybody has good advice in their own way. You know, poets, musicians... Uh, you know, comedians like George Carlin was the king of that. George Carlin opened up a lot of people's eyes to the real world. And, you know, he was a master at really saying, I mean, journalists wanted his advice. You know, news reporters were always interviewing him on, uh, you know, why his stand-up routine was so coveted is because he had a lot of things to say that were true. That probably would not have been allowed if he was not a comedian. And that's the other thing, is that, you know, in 2024, there is a lot of things that you can and cannot say. We're almost being dictated by it. It's like the platforms like this... They crack down. If you say one thing out of line that they are not happy with, on like on YouTube, for instance, they got rid of Rogan. I mean, now he's back, which is amazing, but I think it's because he turned on the light to a lot of the things that were, you know, being said about him. And it's like you you can't stop the public voice. It's the First Amendment, freedom of speech. The right to free speech is is becoming harder and harder to follow. 
because it's really not free anymore. It comes at the cost. It comes at the cost of what you can trust and what you cannot. Who can be your friend and who cannot be. And I got really aggravated with that whole situation leading up to or post, I suppose, Tony's passing is because there are a lot of people that were quiet that never gave him any good advice. And, you know, not that he really could hear it because I think he was going through his own things. And that's the other problem with the mental health is that we're we're constantly shy to reach out and get that advice that maybe we need to hear. And that's a shame. Because there are a lot of good-hearted people out there that are trying to help. They really, really want to help. You know, sometimes it's tough love. Sometimes it's not what you want to hear. But it's the bottom line. You know, it's never going to be as sugar-coated as maybe you'd like it to be. But at the same time, if you ever want to make a move and make progress to positivity, it's something to consider. You know, I look at my uncle, his passing, and the choices that he made. He had, you know, hundreds of friends that loved him and wanted him to be healthy, that would give him advice, that would try to get meal plans ready for him. But in the end, you know, he... He did whatever the heck he wanted to do. And he had that right. And he enjoyed his life. But in the end it wasn't. It wasn't what he wanted for himself. Nor what anyone else wanted for him. So. If someone's trying to tell you something. And you trust them. Open your ears. Let that noise get in your head. And there's a cross-examination to that as well where, you know, you have to be cautious about people who are, you know, uh, full of it and are trying to pump stuff in you that may not have any substance. You know, it's like like an alcoholic giving you advice. You know, they, they project onto you what they aren't able to do themselves. Which is a very sad reality. And a lot of people have to go through that as kids with their parents. I did. And it's a shame because I think that they get scared of what could have possibly been if they had gotten their act together. I get scared of that. I get scared of what might have been if I didn't have my act together. You know, ten years, there's a there was a time where Kate and Aubrey had to. A lot of people did. A lot of people said, "Hey, listen, you're playing around with fire here, and you need to relax." I'm not going to say the situation because it doesn't matter. That's old history. It's Fifteen years ago, whatever. And I'm a completely different person, but you know, it's stuff that I needed to hear. And it's a lesson that I needed to learn and go through and and continuously throughout time have looked 
looked fondly on as, hey, that might have saved my my life. That saved a part of my consciousness that I didn't know I needed. So, I mean, it's amazing how we cut ourselves short from learning those lessons sometimes. Because, you know, for I guess from my situation, and maybe I'm not the only one who feels this way, like I said uh, a couple pods ago when we did the anniversary podcast like the in January with Sammy, I said I didn't think I was going to make it past the age of 19 or 22. 22 was tops. I didn't think I was going to make it. And it was just this feeling I had in my head. It was a preposterous feeling, but I mean, I'm a very emotional and sensitive person. So to have something in my head where I didn't think I was going to make it out alive was a pretty big deal. And the fact that I even shared that on the episode was something that I had not, I haven't told anybody. Really? I mean, maybe a handful of people throughout the years, but I tell I told you guys because I think it's important to know that those people like us are not alone. And there are those around who genuinely want the best for you. Not because they're trying to be a know-it-all, but because they want you to succeed. You know, so often we sell ourselves short of being able to learn more about ourselves than we might possibly be able to fathom. But that's life. You know, it's all time. It's all time and healing wounds and whatever the song says. It's, you know, it's it's never going to end until it's over. We're always going to be constantly learning. Anyway, that's my ear beating for today. Uh, I had a great, I had a decent weekend. You know, I chilled out. I relaxed. I didn't do much other than the fact that I released a cover of Everlong by the Foo Fighters. It's now on YouTube. You guys go check it out. It's pretty good. I woke up on Saturday morning and usually I've been waking up so flipping early these days. I think it's just because of the UPS life's getting to me. After eight years, I actually got up in the morning and uh, I plugged in my beautiful microphone that I do the pod with into my iPad, fired up GarageBand and tried to channel some of the good energy out into the world. And I'm really pleased with how I did. I usually am not a cover kind of guy because I like recording my own stuff, but I wanted to pay homage to... One of my favorite bands. My gosh, the Foo Fighters are still crushing it. I mean, they, we lost Taylor Hawkins um, a while back. That really sucked. Um, and I can't even imagine how Dave Grohl must feel. You know, again, that's his second band member that he's lost in a lifetime who was basically like a brother. So, you know, I I throw a lot of respect to Dave for moving on and still being able to to hack it and you know when you're a musician I could tell you this it's like what else are you going to do what else could you possibly do you know it's in your blood it's not like it's a drug that you can get off of if you're a musician and it's like 
the biggest passion you've, the biggest, you know, feeling of getting on stage and, you know, connecting with people, that's a huge deal. So, you know, that connection, it's like those lyrics start to mean something and you start to take that advice from those songs and, you know, really make your world a better place, like personally. You know, on your own, if you have no one or you don't connect with anybody, then you're a mannequin. There's no reason to even go on. But with the people who care about you and friends and family and music and just stuff they're into, that's a good way to keep going. And it's a healthy way. So, I mean, I just wanted to mirror that in a version uh, of that song, which is interesting about covers is because, you know, for instance, the song Hurt by Nine Inch Nails, when Johnny Cash did that song, nobody remembers Nine Inch Nails did that song. Even Trent Reznor was like, it's not even my song anymore. <laughs> like, the lead singer, he's like, he's like Johnny's a legend. Uh, <laughs> God forbid I even touch that again. But, um, you know, it's just interesting to see people's uh, different takes on things. My favorite cover band, hands down, is probably Boyce Avenue. Those guys rule. And they did a cover of uh, Everlong, and they played it live. Oh my gosh. Talk about amazing talk about like uh, such a different angle on the whole thing you know and that's all i wanted to do um it's released it's on youtube uh, it's on tiktok i'd like to get it on i think you you gotta pay for covers on itunes and stuff like that if you use DistroKid. i gotta look into that but i don't know i i think maybe i said a while back that i think probably one more studio record, one more live album, and then I'm done. And that's what I wanted to do. But I did think this weekend how sick it would be if it was just me and my guitar and I would do a few covers. Like, just do a whole cover album of different songs that I could pick and choose that I like, and that song's one of them. Um... I used to hate it. I used to really get mad at myself for like wanting to do covers because I was trying to be original. But there's nothing wrong with, you know, saluting the guys that did it well before you. So, anyway, you guys are the best. Thanks for taking the ear beating again, once again on a Sunday. Um, I got nothing go going on really. Just getting ready for my trip. I take off for a week at the beginning beginning of March. I'm going to pack my bags and do a little road trip, trippity trip, because it's been four or five years since I got behind the wheel of the car and did something cool. So we're going to do that, and I'm going to bring my guitar and bring my mic and hopefully do a couple pods on the road. That'd be sick. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Time is uh, is right ahead of us. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. This has been a Why You Laughing podcast, and we are clear.